Welcome, degenerates. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> now that should be the goal open right now. That's it. That's the one. Oh, we're starting right now. Cue the music. <laughs> Welcome to the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. Ed, we're back. I think that's safe to say at this point. Yeah. On the eve of March, we're recording this on February 29th. It's been a long time. Fresh off of Virginia Duke. I'm feeling good. My stocks have dramatically gone up after I bought. I had about 51% of the J Huff stock, and then I bought another 15% after everybody was just dumping like crazy. And, and you know, we're all celebrating today. We're popping bottles, near triple double, Ted Blocks, 15 points, Virginia beats Duke, and they keep the streak alive. I'm sorry you have to deal with me, Mike. I was really hoping this would be a podcast dedicated to Clemson's win over Florida State, but I guess if we're going to go in that direction of uh, Virginia, no, it was a great win tonight for the Who's. How you, about the fact that we have a title race? You feel great, right? We have a, like, we have a title race. We have four teams who are in it. <laughs> it's it's absurd to think about, but yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, it Virginia, is so absurd. Virginia has a chance to win the ACC. Is that right? Yeah. So I'm back yeah. in the back hallways, and you know the under. World of John Paul Jones Arena, and I just see Mamadi Diakite just walking, you know, getting ready for his post game, and he's, you know, just candid with one of the ushers, and he's just like, you know, we're only one game back. <laughs> nice, nice. So you have one of those moments, and I'm like, yeah, Mamadi, you're right. I guess you just saw that Florida State score, so we're going to talk about that game as well. I feel for him because uh, on the way over here. Our Uber driver was like, "Oh, you know, UVA could win the turn the conference now," and I was like, "No, that's not right. You're wrong. That's that's incorrect." <laughs> As you're like, "Hey, I'm going to record a podcast Taylor about says, basketball," but the Uber driver I was like, oh, like, "I guess you he's are informing kind of you on the way." On Taylor the way says, there. "That's wrong." So the NC State Wolfpackers surely win the conference. Nine and nine wins the ACC this year, sir. Yeah, that's where I get my news. Is from Uber drivers. Okay, they got good tips, good local tips. They'll charge yeah, your phone. Should we talk about this? game. I mean, well, yeah, why not? I mean, you have some good tips. You were in the locker room after the game. I mean, is there, is there anything you heard? I mean... Well, the Duke locker room actually was, you know, barely open. That's what happens after Duke losses. I, of course. I mean, unless I just really missed the, I don't know, the window, but... You promised me a Vernon Carey interview post-game. Yeah, well, they shut it down pretty quickly once, you know. Mm, they I mean, thought they'd win. Well, the, you know, last year it was easy getting in, talking to Zion. The year before, I mean, the last time they played here prior to that, it was easy talking to Jason Tatum. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's. I think it's just a pattern. I could be completely wrong with that. It just didn't seem like there was a big window. I don't know <laughs> if anybody got in there. But let's talk about this game. I think it's one of the most interesting games of the schedule because Krzyzewski definitely has this vendetta against Virginia, which I actually lo- I've come to love. And he always throws out a wrinkle because whenever you see regular Duke games against fill-in-the-blank opponent, it's roll the ball out and we're going to just see if we can you know, I, that's the way i see it just like i think dominate, he's a great like, yeah think, i think he's great out and see if they can dominate but he's an underrated tactician and whenever he faces virginia he is just throwing wrinkles like crazy and i was interested to see what this wrinkle was going to be last year it was switching everything and taking away the three point line instead of locking and trailing against that guy and jerome tandem mm-hmm. and it worked right and the keep second on, game it was we're just going to we're going to take a bunch of threes and it worked so I was interested to see what this one was going to be. This one and it was the pressure. And roll de- define, like, that seemed to define the game for UVA offensively. Yeah, but the full court pressure was the wrinkle that Duke threw out immediately. Mm. Which didn't work. Oh, I think I thought it worked. No, I don't they know. They got the ball out of Key's. I mean, they got the ball into Key's hands instead of in Clark's hands, and Key turned it over six times. Yeah, he, he had issues, but, you know, I thought Walden Tinside did a great job uh, at different points in the game to kind of bring the ball up and take the pressure off yeah. Kihei. Secondly... 
They did this back in 2015 with Okafor Winslow and Jones. They pushed the pace on Virginia. Nobody ever does that, but Duke will do it. And they got some transition baskets on them in that first half, which I thought was significant. That's another. Every time they uh, Duke dunked the ball in transition, I just jumped out of my seat. I was so excited. Nobody around me was excited, though. Did you wear any Blue Devils fan at that game? I mean, I guess you're a Princeton guy. It sort of goes with the territory. I I just wore blue. I just wore different shades of blue throughout the game. And so, you know, depending on who was winning. Well, I'm glad you left in tears. <laughs> there were there were a handful of Duke fans there. They, they were they don't, were upset. Don't let him. They've they've won what three straight? They've lost three straight on the road against unranked teams. Is that the right stat? How mad were you that your favorite player got outplayed by my, my favorite player in the post? <laughs> Vernon Carey had. The I know, whole, Mike. Like, you're first a, three quarters of that matchup, but Jay Huff Jay Huff went like. I know unhuman. you're a front runner, but you know I'm just the guy who sees the diamond in the rough sometimes. And I'm just taking a victory lap right now. Also, anyway, more from this game. Don't let Mike fool you. He would have you believe that he was all in on Duke. He's just holding back, trying so hard not to admit that he's rooting for Virginia. More of my notes. How about the facts? That the... <laughs> more on my notes. Uh, we'll just skip over that. Skip over that. Let's go. How about the fact that the Wings didn't score at all? I, you know, I just didn't feel like they ever even took Hurt a had shot. zero points. Right. Well, had a donut. Right. And Stanley was I, getting was abused. Say, yeah. No, I, I mean, Virginia was taking Stanley to school. It was Diakite. It was like, oh, wow, there's a switch in the second half. Stanley's guarding me. Oh, Key, the same way he abused him. Right. Just Huff on dunked on him. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting how Duke decided to switch at the second half. I don't know if that was because of lack of energy. I mean, I, I don't really know, but that's what they did. So Duke? maybe they were just trying to throw another haymaker as a as a change of pace, I mean, the switching just, hurt him. Yeah, the I switching so was too. bad. I mean, how many they times did we see like so Kihei, yeah. Kihei with like Carey guarding him in the perimeter? And right. if you're gonna give Kihei a head start to get open into the paint, that's a bad. Everything turned into a layup for him, or like an right. open like dish for a dunk, something like that. Yeah. How many combined points is Virginia, you know, won by in this like? Whatever, nine out of ten game winning streak. I mean, I mean if you do that, you got to look be at, like double, just barely double digits. You got to look mean, at their <laughs> losses too. I mean, how many points were their losses if you aggregate those? I mean, Similar. what a team that yeah, just, just exists on like the narrowest margins. But right now, everything's going in their favor. So good job, UVA. This is, I mean, 10. this is a Jay Huff game. Yeah, this is it. This Should is we one. talk a little bit this about is, that? During the first possession, I yelled in our section, I want Mike Toby. I said that. <laughs> like, like three people turned around and like, you know, you shut the hell up. I but mean, uh, Jay Huff is going to like get laid off this game for like the next 10 years. <laughs> and then he'll probably get a job at like Goldman Sachs Dude, off this game in like 15 years yeah, after he plays have, in Iceland or Europe. He'll have or, a different position not Iceland, that's for, every, uh, yeah. for every highlight that he had. You know, the, the reverse dunk, you know, the and one, you know. The, I was, I'm so entertained by those plays. The one-handed alley-oop. Yeah. I, I, and then you have people. Borderline Tomahawk. I mean, just a, he, he, he just it back a little bit. It was, it was big time. I loved everything about it. Yeah, it was sexy. What else can we say about this game? How about the fact that it was an old-school basketball game where we had a legit four and a legit five on each team mm. going at it? Delarier played significantly. That's another what-the-heck. I wasn't expecting that moment from Krzyzewski. He played four minutes against Wake. Yeah. And mm. I don't know. He averages what? Yeah, I thought eight, you'd see like more like hurt. I think they, I thought that they would try to pull like Diakite or Huff away from the basket. And they do more. I'm hurt surprised they no. sat Carey at the amount that they did, even when he had you know two fouls. But still, they sat him a long time. Yeah, and yeah. he was like their only. I mean, him and Jones were the only people who really scored any points. Yeah, anyway, I thought it was refreshing good, to see good basketball. See legit four and legit five on each team going yeah, at it, like a pro side. It was like a fullback out there. Yeah, you know that. That's all. <laughs>
That's that's what I have. Uh, I mean, I could go good on good and on, but those you, are you, my you main could, you could. Takeaways. <laughs> UVA is officially in the tournament now. Room protection. Yeah, are they? They're now the third, no, the fourth ACC team in the tournament. Mm-hmm. You have Florida State, Louisville, UVA, and these Duke Blue Devils. NC State coming up strong. <laughs> NC State bringing up the rear. We'll talk about the Wolfpack later. Yeah, so will we? Yeah, will we? I will. You might not. I will. Um, yeah, I mean. So, anyways, and, and Florida State obviously lost earlier today to Clemson. I, I think the overall lesson for that is just don't just don't expect to just go down to South Carolina and get an easy win. I mean, mm. those Tigers, so while terrible, Clemson has a home. win <laughs> over three of the top four. They have a Duke win. They have a Florida yeah. State win. They have a Louisville win. Yeah, it's unbelievable. What a weird team. I mean, but anyways, Amir Sims is still a stud. But oh well. But other than that, I mean, I, I thought that Florida State Newman. just kind of had a lapse, just an overall lapse. I mean, I think that. They're just so talented, but I think they're not as deep as they look on paper. I think once you have like, I don't, I don't know that Gray and Forrest and all those guys. I think those the Vassell, even in particular, I just think those minutes are adding up for them. So I don't let me know. tell you something. This I, is one like benefit of covering a Virginia Duke game or just covering a Duke game in general. You're gonna get a lecture. From I, I courageous loved it that whole time. Mike Krzyzewski. No, you were still thinking about this. Duke. Connects. I'll tell you why this connects because you were not at the post. I was like, am I going to get a lecture from you? Yeah. Is that what's happening right now? Right, tell me, give me a post game. Give it to me. Cool. Me. We were lectured by, about by Coach K. Yes, how this league is actually very good, and Wake Forest is competitive, Ooh. and North Carolina is actually really good. Mm-hmm. It just you know My the record to win doesn't the show ACC it. Tournament. I mean, he stole- Are you really going on that ledge? <laughs> he stole go my take. Why not? Because that's I where I was going to go. The first Uber driver we took that took us to the game actually gave me that tip. To take you Nothing would make me happier than if UNC ran through the tournament and won. Right, hey, I mean, what a story. They are talented. They're not good, but they're talented. <laughs> what a story. Luke is sitting in rage right now, just like <laughs> they have a so shot. Upset. They have a shot. They have not been playing poorly. How about that? Is that a fair take? <laughs> Let's not call a two-game winning streak. Um... They throttled Syracuse tonight. They beat NC State. By six. Their biggest home. rival. Then prior to that, how many did they lose in a row? One, two, seven. three, four, five, seven, seven game? Yeah, that's yeah. bad. <laughs> I mean, if that team sees Louisville, they're going to get trashed. Mm. Oh, Louisville's experiencing their own crisis of confidence yeah. recently. All the, all the big oh boys Oh my gosh, are, what happened? They're my pick to win the league, and I, mean, I think they're going to win the league. Okay. The Somebody give me on the phone with lead? Jordan Morris therapist. No, they don't, they don't have a lead. They're everyone tied go to therapy oh, they're tied if you now? need it. With Florida State, where have you been? Oh, with Flo- I, know with Florida I thought you State. said you were not even going to pay attention to half the league. You said, I'm all I cared about the top. You don't even know who's leading the league. Gosh. I just want to point out in the car before this, Luke asked us, what game did you guys watch today? And we said... Truthfully, we watched Loyola Chicago play Bradley. Game of the year. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It, was, it actually you know, wasn't a great game, but it was a great game for us, if you know what I'm I'm almost saying. at the point where Hashtag I, Latvia. I feel like I'm talking to myself when I'm talking about the league right now, so we might as well call this the mid-major degenerates at this point. That's no, where I, mean, I feel like your heart is no, right now. No, I actually, what's happening in the ACC too. is amazing, but, um, and, and it's it's really setting up for a, a great end of the year game. You know, kind of run for the teams. Do you think? Who do you think? If you were going to put odds right now on the ACC no, regular I can give season, you odds actually. What would you? I say? will create them right now. Okay, give. Them, I will give create them. them. All right. Will you be our house? Um, maybe. Okay. All right. The doctor Please from the, what are the odds for Smash who? NBC show um, for all for the top four teams to win the NCAA tournament. No, for the, to ACC. win the ACC. The league. Yes. 
Well, I need to look at Florida State's finish. Hold up. Florida right, yeah, State's finish is Notre oh, Dame and Boston what a College. Joke. Yeah. yeah. Notre Dame away. Hmm. They're angry. Florida State is plus 350 right now for me. Oh, I would take that. But okay. All right, keep going. What's the next No, one? no, not uh, sorry. Not minus plus. 350. Uh, maybe minus 400. <laughs> okay. All right. And then what's Louisville? Even money? They don't have the tiebreaker against Florida State. That's why you got to put them at plus, plus 320 because they have a Virginia game left. Yeah. And they don't have the tiebreaker against Florida State. I can't pick that team. Are you serious? They have no. Virginia on the road. And then so you I'm have still Virginia hoping. probably, what, plus 550 and then Duke at plus 400? Duke you, is more because they still have the Carolina game. Right. But they, uh, it is at home. They're not losing that game. The they have only, NC State at home, too. The only team of those four that controls their own fate is Florida, is Florida State. State. If they uh, win out, they win. And the That's only, the only team that could likely throw it all away, Florida State. I mean, they just haven't been playing that well. You know, when we were – this, Luke, this will tell you where my head's at with the league. When I was thinking about, you know, Florida State, they played Boston College, I think, last game of the year. Mm-hmm. And I just – I – Poor one out. I feel so bad for these guys. Derek Thornton Re- is a Derek Thornton removed from the narrative. He's been so, so integral to the ACC. Do you think Boston College is winning at Florida State? Boston uh, College, no. I maintain, is the worst team in the league. <laughs> I maintain that. I'm going to die on that hill. I, I would love to see Derek Thornton play spoiler to Florida State. <laughs> you know that Florida State hasn't lost at home all year. I, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying. Oh, that would be amazing. The I, Notre Dame I game feel bad that. Like, Why do you break up these scenarios when it's a 6% chance of a kid bomb? Because it's a 6% chance believe in something luke i don't know you know Make so what teams do you believe in popovich you, you, you probably want to talk about creighton don't you i can't claim creighton i gotta give taylor a shout out for that one really no you were a crane fan taylor? it's been so long since our last podcast you don't even remember we forgot what we, we talked over. about wow and then this man to my left for the first time all season maybe in the history of the podcast came up with a great angle he said, let me tell you about the Creighton Blue Jays. <laughs> to anyway. be fair, I think my angle was the same as all my other angles, which is just, this is a fun team to watch <laughs> yeah, and gamble on. They know, how they, they know who they are. <laughs> yeah, they know who they are. I'm glad that my brand is so established you can just repeat back what I say about every single team. I'm still holding on to my Dayton card, which I had in November. So that's still my, that, that's my highest value stock. Ooh. I bought it very low, and it's it's skyrocketed since. So yeah. other stocks have note my Penn State stock took a little bit of a hit that one week where they lost those back to back games. Right. I, I'm still okay with it. Right? Yeah, you had a very bad week that one. And week. then who? What stock do you hold right now? Do you have Colorado stock? I can't remember your team. I mean, the team that I thought like coming into the year was the best, and like who I picked to win the national championship. At least that team is still the best, which is Kansas. I mean, did you Kansas, really do that? I don't know oh, if yeah. you did that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. You know, who's gonna take the time to go back and listen? I'm, 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 I'm gonna go three years won't. in a row with picking the national champion of this show. So I still think you know Kansas is the best team in the country. But I mean, the team that's playing the best right now, it's hard to imagine anybody playing better than like Seton Hall. I mean, I don't know. They just seem like the most complete team to me. I mean, they, like, I mean, well, they, they couldn't beat the Creighton Blue Jays at home. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Think that's about right. that. Well, that's the game that's coming up. I guess next week is Seton Hall Creighton. Which is going to be the last game of the regular season in the Big East? Like, obviously, we're just going to have to go to the entire landscape of college basketball because March is tomorrow. Let's just let's Dude, just go. I there. mean, it's happening. March is upon us. It's a leap year day. Today is a gift. Okay, today is a gift. It's something that was never earned. It was just bestowed upon us once every four years. So, what's your most intriguing storyline, Mike? And then we'll go to Taylor. And then I'll tell you mine right now as we hit March. I mean, intriguing storyline. I don't know that. 
there's narrative. I know I don't like any of this. I like I like teams. All right, how about that's okay. All right, so so there are teams that I really like right now, and teams I think can win it all that I think are tremendously undervalued. But mostly there are small conference tournaments beginning that I actually have like you know a lot of heart and so forth. Like for instance, the Atlantic Sun, which is going to be the very first. You know, mid-major conference tournament to start. It starts on Tuesday. It's essentially Liberty's battle against you know North Florida to see who's actually going to you know come out on top. Are Liberty fans actually going to be upset that you know they don't get an at-large bid? It's like Belmont last year all over again. Your I face mean, is beaming who, right now. Who doesn't love that? I mean, like I can see a little like, halo over your head. The and best everything. is like the little mid-major tournaments are like microcosms of the entire college basketball season, and they pop like. In little four and five day spurts, and it begins next week. I mean, who doesn't love that? It's tis the season, tis the season. I mean, I, I'm very excited. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the Missouri Valley Conference um, tournament starting up. I think Northern Iowa is going to win games in the NCAA tournament. I, I just think that they're one of the best teams in the country. Um, so, anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. That's the kind of stuff I'm excited about. But there are other, you know. I don't know. Taylor, what's your your narrative? I got two things. One, I got my eye on the West Coast Conference, specifically BYU. I love BYU. Still. Still. They're on a nine-game winning streak. Their regular season is over. So now they go into the conference tournament, and I'm looking for them to beat Gonzaga again. I hope so. I'm rooting for them. Just love the offense, love all the shooting. And I also am really rooting for Oklahoma in the Big 12 just because huge win at West Virginia today, and I like – they play super fast. I like watching them. They're just fun. A lot of, lot of possessions. Take the over. Yeah, I'm you always in. loved Manic. Yeah, I think you're yeah. always jealous of his mustache. <laughs> you know? Which he grew specifically to get Larry Bird impersonation. Like Larry Bird comparisons. That's right, the only right. reason he grew that mustache, just so people would compare him to early Larry Bird. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a great scorer. I, I think they showed a stat today during the West Virginia game where it's like he averages like 20 points a game at home, and then on the road it's like eight points or something. Really? So it's tough, but you know. I they it's they're fun to watch. Here's my question. Is this the year where it doesn't make that much of a difference who's on the one line, who's on the two line? Oh, totally. That's totally. what I'm feeling. That's what I feel right now for this. Totally. Like year. if you get if like Winthrop ends up taking over Wad you know, Radford in the big south and you get like a Winthrop fifteen seed, I mean Winthrop could easily beat Duke. You know, like they could sure. easily beat San Diego State. You know, they could you know, they wouldn't. They wouldn't beat the hotter teams. You know the Daytons and the Creightons out there. But I just don't. I, I think generally, there's more value in sustainability and long long term. See, players. generally, I'm a big seeding guy. I think it really matters if you get one of those top seeds, not because of location. I don't care about location. What I care about is, you know, having a fairly easy road the first weekend, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna get tough. Right. Allow yourself to get. But in this rhythm. year, yeah. I just don't see that much of a difference between, say, a, a 14 seed and who's a 10 seed, right. or who's a 9 and an 8. Right, right. I'd almost rather p- play like the people that sneak in from the big conferences, like at 9 and 10, than I would like. I wouldn't want to play like Colgate or Northern Iowa, mm. you know, as like Colgate. a three or four, you know, well, a three or four seed. There's a chance, like even because of the way that the records have fallen out, that you could get a team like Virginia. Projected as a 10 seed before this game. Now they're probably bumped up. But, you know, like, if you were Duke, would you have loved to see a 10 seed Virginia? If you were – what, who would who would want to see Virginia as a 10 seed? That's, like – Right, That's right. pretty tough. But I wouldn't want to see that. That last game yeah. before the weekend, like a 2-10 matchup against Terrible. Virginia. yeah. Ugh. 
I mean, just I just hope it's Michigan State that's in their side of the bracket. So it's just like Virginia has to overcome you got that. Denied that in the national title time. game last season. You got denied. <laughs> Texas Tech just crashed the party. All right, it's time. Uh, I've been waiting to do this for a long time. Are you playing music? I don't have any yeah. headphones. Uh-huh. This is my narrative. This is my question heading into March. The story of the season has been the Big Ten. There's a referendum on the Big Ten right now. There's backlash to the backlash. Everyone's on a side. There's a line in the sand. Which side are you on? Mm. Are you the Big Ten is the best? It's not close. Or are you on the opposite side? Mm. I'll tell you where I am after you guys go. <laughs> which, which side of the line are Wait, you on? Wait, this was your thing. I thought you were going to also finish off the thought. You, you can't just have us step I in. I mean, I'll this tell is... you mine. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll start. We'll, I'll start then, Mike. Okay, please do. Yes. The Big Ten is no better than any of the other conferences. That's how I feel right now. And okay. I, I, I think we're going to be vindicated. If you're with me, I, you might not be with me. Dude, I'm all about the Big Ten only getting in like five or six teams. Well, thank you. I'm like, glad you're on my possible, team. They're going to get in more than that. Yeah, I would just <laughs> love, I would love to see, you know, other smaller conferences get more teams in. And I would everyone love to who's see been, the Pac 12 get six in. Everybody's been on this hill and on this angle. I mean, they're just going down in flames and they don't care. They're. Mm-hmm you know, scrounging and just clinging to this Maryland team, trying to act like they're the 72 Indiana Hoosiers or something. Right. Which I think is ludicrous. I forget about that Turgeon factor. You got to morph a little uh, bit. Yeah. I mean, if Maryland is your crown jewel in this year, I think I think this theory has a little bit of a problem. Right. Well, I think people are looking for, like, complete teams. You know what I mean? A team where everybody has a role and I think when you look at Maryland, you're like, oh, okay, you have Anthony Cowan who can score the ball as a guard. No, you have Jalen Smith. He's like a big that can do everything. And you have all these role players and Marcel, you know, and others, you know, so they just, that's a team they can believe in. But Can we short the Big Ten as far as win total in the NCAA tournament? I would like that because I think it's going to be an inflated number. I really do. Yeah, I think there's I, a perception <laughs> out there and, you know, a lot of the media is barking out, half the media is barking out all about the Big Ten and how it's so far and above better. Yeah, I talked to Gary Parish recently on my show, and he was very much on the Big Ten side of the line. I mean, I think if you did a Big Ten versus Big East like win total, I bet you'd probably get like a two-game spread probably for the Big Ten, and I would take the Big East all day. I mean, I think that I think Seton Hall itself will get more wins than the Big Ten as an entire <laughs> conference. <laughs> Counterpoint, you're crazy. <laughs> Because the Big Ten is really good. Obviously, you're try- you're searching too hard for like the hipster Here comes Taylor. Uh, yeah, you know, mainstream Taylor, middle of the road. Yeah, you're uh, a Luke Garza man. You're well, here's you're the thing. It's like Ohio State. It's like the ACC was the last couple of years when they got so many teams. They just maybe they don't have the absolute best team in the country, but they have so many teams that are so good. There's just a mm-hmm. lot of them bunched up. I mean, I think about. Maryland, like Wisconsin. Maryland is still really good. good. Wisconsin, nobody thinks about because they kind of floundered a little earlier yeah. in the year, but they're very good. Yeah, what, they're Iowa has the, the sixth best team in the nation, and they're like fifth or sixth back in the Big Ten. Sixth yeah. best offense in the nation, right, and they're right. like. And then Michigan State, the team that was like at the beginning of the year, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, it's Michigan State. They're going to win the national title." They're flawed. Now they're flawed, but like they're still very good. Everybody forgot about them because they yeah they didn't you, live right. up to the you hype know, early a, on the season. It's a good thing to say that they're kind of like Illinois. The everybody forgets you don't want to play Illinois on the second in the like oh, second I, game I, of the week. I'd take Illinois. No, I mean, I mean, I, you're right though. Maybe <laughs> the guys. Big Ten is just beating up on itself, and well, it's like showing all these like kind of you know, vulnerabilities only to itself. But in actuality, once you release it into the wild, 
you know, that it just goes on a tear. I mean, all bets are off once you hit the tournament. But, like, Luke, Penn State, even remember Michigan and, like, a top 10 team this year, number one team, right? Michigan State's, Michigan is still good. Remember all these teams, they're still good. There's just so many good teams out there. Here's the thing. You still have a couple whipping boys in the big set. You had Nebraska (laughs) and Northwestern, right? Yeah, and Minnesota, depending on the night. Mm. (laughs) Minnesota home and away is a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah, people get a lot of credit for beating Minnesota. But I just feel like we're at the point with... The Big Ted, where it's got this reputation, nobody's going to criticize any of these teams because, oh, there's no such thing as a bad loss in the Big Ten. Right. That's the perception out there, and I just disagree with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yep. But I have no leg to stand on as the person who, you know, is constantly championing NC State on this podcast. Providence, so Providence would be say. a top four team in the Big Ten. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> you might be right. So how many Big Ten teams are in Ken Palm's top? We have Michigan State, Maryland, Ohio State. They're all in the Three. top ten. They're seven, eight, and nine right now. Oh, really? Ohio State's in the top ten? I know that's unbelievable. That seems this crazy. Is a bad year for the computers. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I could be. I could eat these well, words. I mean, to what you guys were saying, I think seeding doesn't matter as much because similar linked to the fact that it's a bad year for the computers because, like, a lot of these teams that are still really good have just lost a lot of games, and there's. Mm. You know, there's a lot of teams that are pretty evenly matched that because of their records are going to get, like, seeded at weird places. Hmm. So, it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, I mean... A lot of value here. A lot of value. Overall, I mean, do you guys have, like, a Final Four? Like, if you're going to say, like, all right, these four teams are, like, you know, I know you don't have a bracket, but, like, these four teams are the teams that I see as, like, the best, the teams that are playing the best right now in the country. I think Kansas is a pretty safe bet. Mm -hmm. And I've come around there. I'm not going to... Like maybe I'm not going to be stubborn about they, uh, Kansas. I, you know, they really broke my heart and upset me in the opening game of the season. Right. And I held a grudge for a long time, but it took me a while. And then I started to cover out. And then, you know, when I was out in Vegas, they played this Villanova game, which I would encourage viewers to just go back and look at the final four minutes of that game, how ridiculous and how stupid Kansas played. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, and then eventually and so you they, were on they won Kansas me back. In Vegas and, and then so the Villanova game happened, and I was really upset. Right. And then they've slowly, I guess, the bitterness has simmered uh-huh. down, and I'm back uh-huh. back into thinking they're they a put down the chair. They put down the chair. I still believe in Gonzaga. What about you guys? Yeah, I do too. I, I mean, they're gonna. I can't imagine that St. Mary's is gonna keep up with them tonight, but I guess that's a big game for them. I, I watched the BYU game. I mean, that game just got away from them. You know, I think. Interior wise, I think they're not as strong as on paper, like Petrovic or whatever his name is, um, the guy on the inside for Gonzaga. I don't think he's as strong and as much of a scorer as his numbers make him out to be. And honestly, I mean, I don't, Killian Tilly isn't what he once was either. Um, but they do have dynamic guard play and their transfers and things like that. So, I mean, I don't know. They're not like a team that I like look up to and, and like aspire to be if I'm another team, that's for sure. So, I mean, you know, I, I like Dayton and I have the Dayton stock from day one of the season, but right. I still don't think they're a Final Four team. Okay. I feel like they're going to get upset. Yeah, maybe. There's something to be said about respecting a team who has two losses at this point, even in the A-10, which is an up year for the A-10. And I still respect the fact that they win these games by four or five, six. Right. But I just, I I think, don't think they're upset proof. I think Kansas is fairly upset proof. I Kansas think Gonzaga is fairly upset proof. I like Kentucky. Kentucky love man. Kentucky. Kentucky. I do love Taylor, Kentucky. Taylor, let's talk about your Wildcats I right now. I love them. Let's talk about it. I wish they had a little bit more shooting. How is Kentucky flying under the radar? They're a blue blood. No it's, one's talking about this team. It's the same thing that I think I described Michigan State. was like they went through a period earlier in the year when everyone was like, Kentucky's the team. 
they lost a couple big games, like primetime games, and they kind of fell off, and everybody just wrote them off, and then they don't get as much talk. Yeah, Maybe. and the SEC, SEC basketball in general doesn't yeah. get quite as much uh, Flo- Everybody thought Florida was going to be good, and then Florida wasn't as good. Yeah, and, and then so Auburn they, like, went on yeah. a huge run, and it kind of tabled Kentucky for a while. They, LSU went on a great run, it kind of tabled Kentucky for a while. I mean, so, it's like, hey, hey, still Kentucky, who dis? You know, like Quigley's still killing it. Nick Richards, yeah, like emerging as a national player of the year. I and mean, when the defense is on, it really, like, it clicks, and it, like, is... Yeah. Tough. I mean, it's tough to score I mean, on them sometimes. Yeah, it's it's just nice to see them not having to work through Reed Travis. How about that? I mean, you know, R.I.P. Reed. I really enjoyed watching him play for oh. in spurts, but man, it's it's a relief to see guard play become more dominant for Kentucky. But how much me, can we wager on Kentucky against Florida in the season finale? I know that game is in Gainesville, oof. but here's one thing I've learned. And at the beginning of the season, I was high on Florida. I liked them a lot, and then after a week into the season, I realized they're coached by Mike White. Mike White, man. Yeah, thank you. I hope, oh. sh- I hope Shaka's smart. I'm glad somebody Mike else is White. on, That's on my, with this. Luke, let me ask you a question because it's so funny you should bring up Mike White because, Mike White because we were watching the Florida Tennessee game earlier today. It's so bad. And Mike said he's a terrible coach. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't supposed to say that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm outing Mike. But I did say here, that. Though. Do you feel. That Kerry Blackshear <laughs> wasted his season because I he's going to make the tournament with Florida. He wasted his season. Do something better with your life. He could have chosen a better team to go to, perhaps, but I don't think it's a wasted year. They worked through him. He played a lot of pick and roll. I think, honestly, I think he wanted to play with Nephart. You know, I think he has the he highest would, usage rate in Florida. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's got he's the ball their in safety hands. valve. It's a great um, showcase for him. I I don't think he can be upset. He doesn't have the right to be upset. Um, but. Kentucky's and LSU and shit, even Alabama's are way better than mm, Florida. I mm. mean, Alabama is a team that you kind of look Auburn at better. and say like, oh man, that's a team that I can get behind. Um, yeah, and Auburn, Auburn's had great moments too. But anyway, so Kansas and Kentucky the Florida team should be team. much better. Better, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, they I should be that. a lot better. I get than that. They are. Then Seton Hall and Mike White is, my is third. an issue. So I would say Seton Hall is probably my third team. So that's if I'm making, I'm just going to make a top, a final four. Okay, you no, guys recap. Don't You've have got Kansas, you guys Kentucky, and Seton Hall. And Seton Hall, so, absolutely. Okay. I mean, Gill is, I mean, he's one of the finalists for Defensive Player of the Year, rim protector. And then when you have someone like Powell, I mean, just in general, involved in college basketball, I mean, that's just somebody that you just kind of latch on to. And they, I think that McKnight is a point guard that can, you know, kind of lead you to the promised land. So, I mean, that's... That's kind of my that's my third team in the final. Here's mine. Okay, since you called us to the carpet, I'm just gonna spit it right now. Gonzaga, Kansas, and Creighton. Okay. Are my Creighton. three. Oh, okay. wow. Creighton's tearing up the Big East. The Big East is good. Big East is good. It's good. Providence is good. Third best team in the Big East. Do you have a Providence. fourth team? They've won nine of ten in the Big East. Hmm. Nine of ten. Yeah, they're on they're in flight. Their own loss was the Providence also, so. Do you have a fourth team for your final four? Wait, did Mike give four? Um, yes, I thought I'm you gave four. Mike's out here like projecting the ter- whole tournament, you know, <laughs> uh, in February on leap day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's a given day. It's given. We didn't even earn it. It just comes around. Um, actually, a week ago, I would have said Colorado. I really liked that Colorado team, but uh, unfortunately, I think they're what losers of three of their past four. So, you know, makes, my fourth team is mine is a little shaken on the. I'm going to say LSU. That's my fourth. That's. The most ridiculous thing I've heard That is crazy. That's wild. That's wrong. That's who I like. Do you want to know my fourth team? Yes, I do. Two SEC teams. I have the Florida State Seminoles. Okay, that's fair. Length and strength. That's what I associate with you. Good. 
<laughs> I'll take that. Born Com- to get, polar born opposite to get of how I'm actually on. built. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're compact and sturdy. Yeah. Like a short call. Okay, Taylor, it's your turn. No love for San Diego State? I've been waiting to... No. You can claim them right now. They're for open. No, I mean, Malachi's a beast, but no, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm going to go Baylor. I still believe in Baylor, even despite their loss today to TCU. Uh, Yeah, Kansas probably. Baylor, Kansas, San Diego State, and remain in the West Coast, Oregon. Still really like Oregon. Always loved them. So we all have Kansas in our four. Which is guaranteed that they'll like crash out in the second round. Dude, That's they're, great. They're I love applying stink to Kansas. I do it on a weekly basis. They mm-hmm. might be the best defensive team in the country. That's that's something that people don't think you know, about. You're not going out on a ledge right there because they actually? are number one in oh. defense. Oh, yeah, I, I can say, feel it. Statistically, I, they are. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. I'm glad the numbers back it up. The computer's got one thing right. Um, Who's the yeah. best offensive team in the country? Quiz. I'm going to go BYU. They're up there. They're rating at fourth right now. Ooh, you know who's um, a sneaky number two offensive rated team in the country? Dayton. Dayton? Oh, yeah. oh, that makes sense. That makes Gonzaga's sense. number one. Oh, Gonzaga. Yeah. Per usual. Well, yeah. yeah. Maybe, I mean, they're, WCC they're very, WCC is on, on fire. I mean, what's the what's the other? Um, yeah, are they really? Yeah. Do I mean, you, offensive efficiency wise, they're probably. Do you believe in the teams 10. like Pacific? I don't. <laughs> People love San Francisco. Yeah, they're not very good though. Yeah, they're like a statistical anomaly though. People love that. Is Pacific going to make it into the tournament? Um, the the answer is no. Unfortunately, no. We we love them. They're a great team, but unfortunately, they will not be making the tournament. All right, that's enough in the WCC. I don't have any <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Rich Taylor just swallowed a fly. <laughs> I've been hiccuping like this entire time. It's it's rough. It's, Taylor, it's you look issue. like a dump right now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I feel worse than that. So you know. I mean, your cheeks are red, not in a good way. It's like rash red. Right. Your eyes are barely open. You look like you've been crying. I've had sriracha smeared all over my face. Yeah. I, I forget that Taylor doesn't do well with hot sauce until we went to a place that just randomly had like spicy sriracha ketchup. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can have some. And he had some. And then I don't know. His face looks like that afterwards. What other conferences? What other teams can we talk about? I mean, I have a rough life. Oh man! I mean, we could talk about the A10 if you really want to get down and dirty. But I assume nobody nobody wants me to wax poetic about Richmond for you know an additional um, ten minutes. So I don't don't want to talk about Mooney. I've had um, John Mooney. Yeah. Oh no, no. I'm talking Mooney. about Richmond. Hashtag Fire Mooney. Oh, 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 yeah. You mean the head coach of Richmond? Coach Mooney. Yes. No, he's no. already saved his season. He's already saved his career. So yeah, no, job, he's whatever, fine. You know. He's he's going to do really. Yes, who hasn't? He's going to retire there, even though they've won four in a row. Shaka Smart. Yeah, Texas. The, your new Florida coach, Shaka Smart, in my dream world. <laughs> They're not going to fire Mike White. Yeah, dude, why wouldn't they fire Mike White? They should. Mike White is Florida was a great program. I'm really glad that you and I are now <laughs> aligned, Mike. All right, because. Florida. There's this wave out there about how great of a defensive mind Mike White is and what a great coach he is, and that's just false. It's a false narrative. He's like the Scotty Brooks of um, college basketball. All right, Ooh. they wouldn't dare fire Mike Ooh. White. Could tell me seriously. You no, know I'm right, Mike. Words. You Those heard are that. fighting words. I like that. That's, you know I think I'm right. you're very right. 
Okay, let's talk about some other teams. Let's evaluate. Okay, let's go I, back. Mean, I want to talk about the SEC. Can we do that a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, we sure. brushed over Kentucky. Sure, we can talk about that a little bit. I mean, do you want to do that, or do you want to like dive into the tournaments? Or am I crazy start? to really like this Auburn team, even though the numbers don't back it up? I still like this Auburn team. No, I, I don't see what's I don't see what's wrong with that. I mean, I think Auburn is a very they viable were in team. that game at Rupp. Right, they were right there, and that's a big time Saturday game at Rupp, sold out arena. I mean, and they were within a possession for probably 12 of the 40 minutes, you mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, they were definitely in it, especially even late. But it did get away from them a little bit. But still, I mean, they they have the ability to score. I mean, I still think Austin Wiley's kind of like the X factor for them. I think that if he plays well in the tournament, you could kind of see them going places with it. Their shooting isn't where it was last year. But they still have the ability to get one-on-one buckets. And let me say this. They didn't play an absolute joke of a non-conference. Everyone's trying to say they played a joke. They beat Richmond. They beat NC State. They beat Davidson in their non-conference. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't that tough of a task, but they did get some top 50 Ken Pop wins. Yeah, so, Davidson. Not really not really one that you hang your hat on. Well, I mean, they got who else did they get? Uh, let's see. They got Mississippi State. That's a top 50 win. Yeah. Um, I'd be more impressed with Texas A&M. I, but I, no, I'm sorry. Buzz. You know, it's been a while since we talked about Buzz. Can yeah, let's talk, talk about, about Texas, Texas A&M. A&M, how much <laughs> of a dumpster fire they've been this year. <laughs> but they've turned it around late. They've actually been pretty good in the SEC. And they lost their last two. They got blown out by LSU. Well, because LSU is a Final Four team. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't trust any of the teams in the SEC beyond Kentucky and Auburn and half halfway LSU. Dude, let me let me paint you a picture. I, I looked at the, the numbers because you were so high on LSU, and yeah. crazy to me, their offense is rated third in the nation. Is that right? According to Ken Palm, which is wild to me. Oh, man. Mike's eyes don't lie. Yeah, I mean, uh, Mike didn't even know that. And I, I do not. I, I just saw I Mike's not. heart rate go up by like 15 beats per minute. Uh, but their defense is just terrible, and somehow they they can't find a way to get any stops. I don't know. I don't trust them that guys, much. Guys, senior guard leadership, Skyler Mays. Javante Smart was the engine that made that team go last year. Oh, he did murder in the tournament. That's he right. Yeah. He has not been as good this year. He's actually kind of like not lived up to all of his expectations. But the key to this team, man, Emmett Williams, my dudes. I mean, he is a guy that can take over a game. I mean, I'm telling you, this guy is first team all NCAA tournament. I'm, I'm telling you, this is he's going to average 15 a game. He's going to be such a stud. I'm telling you, this. Anyways, I don't want to go too much into it. But plus, you guys know I'm a huge Will Wade fan. Oh, money bags himself. Come oh, I know on. you like it. Well, that's <laughs> enough of the SEC. Allegedly. I probably shouldn't have steered us in that direction. Let's go to the Big 12. Let's do it. We've set it up about Kansas. I mean, we know what we're getting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think Oklahoma's a hot three-point probably. shooting team could take out Kansas. I think that's the recipe for them to go out because they still will do stupid stuff. What about West Virginia? What came Paso, West Virginia? You know, I was backing West Virginia at the wrong time. Mm. It was right after the Oklahoma loss, and they were about to get Kansas at home, and I said, here it comes. This is the West Virginia search we've been waiting for. And it's gone in the opposite direction. It's reared its ugly head, and uh, I'm taking a loss in West Virginia right now. Yeah, I mean, West Virginia just, they can't win a game, you know. Remember last episode, which was who knows how many months ago, (laughs) <laughs> where yeah. I told you guys, yeah, I think it was hey, four weeks ago. nobody's yeah. talking about West Virginia. Right. And then ever since then, it's, they've just been a <laughs> catastrophe. So what you're saying is they are listeners to the podcast. Yeah. Bob Huggins is listening to this podcast. Yeah, Huggins like, I'll show this kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Aged like milk. I, I still believe in West Virginia. I like them. 
it's tough watching them because I feel like I've never seen a team get in better positions for shots. Like right. just open little jump hooks with in mismatches and then miss every single shot. Right. Uh, yeah, which I mean, is, is they, painful. They play that like UVA two bigs at a time offense where you have like Culver and um, what is it? Sidibe. Yeah. Derek Culver, number one, and Sibway. Um, number third for, yeah, Sidibe is the other one. Um, they they both play down low. They're Pronunciation both over, is They're both over 6'10. And they, they have very similar game to. Virginia, as in they can't shoot either. I think they shoot like 31% from no, three. No, I'm sorry. I'm mixing up. Sidibe plays for it. Syracuse. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just... Not Sidibe, but it's Seabway. There's a W in there. There's Somewhere. a T. To yeah, start there's it, a though. T. Silent. I'm going silent. I don't actually know. Yeah. Um, but but anyways, they go with that same too big environment, but they're not like, they're not as skilled defensively. They're just like, they're like an old school Louisville team that just crashes the glass and they, can't really create offense. They it's take, like the worst versions of Rick Pitino. They take threes at one of the lowest rates in the nation, and they their percentage is even lower. So they're even <laughs> worse at shooting. So it's smart that they don't take threes. So, you know, they get their defense from offense. They're, their best strength on offense is offensive rebounding. They're right. the number one yeah. offensive rebounding team in the country. And they're still a good defensive team, though. But, yeah, they're a great defensive team. Number two is, in the country. You know, and you're almost like ignoring the other number one seed. In the Big Twelve, which yeah, is we haven't Baylor, talked about right? Baylor. Like, at yeah, all. I like Baylor a lot. Baylor has you drafted not even them. like yeah. drudged its ugly face across this, you know, podcast. Well, that's year. because they lost earlier today. We're yeah. taped at this on the 29th. They yeah. lost to TCU. That's not a great look. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. And it was it. Well, no, it was on the road to TCU, right? Not that that matters. But yeah. I mean, Jamie Dixon doesn't mess around. Yeah, it was on the road. It was on the road. You're right. Just ACC sprinkles everywhere. Dude. I got news for you. TCU's not very good. Oh no, they're terrible. They <laughs> <laughs> might be the worst team in the conference. I'd rather play Oklahoma State. Or I, no, I would not want to play Oklahoma State. Anyways, um, so is this a Baylor blip, or is there cause for concern? No, nah, no. Nah. I mean, I think Baylor is rock solid. I think they're a rock solid team. They're big. They're physical. They can shoot the basketball. I, I think people are overlooking Baylor right now, and I think they're an easy elite. Absolutely, easy they're, elite they're eight team. Definitely overlooking. Yeah, them. I mean, it's just a team that well, you can get the, great value on. You know, they're the taking care of business team, yeah. except for today. Yeah. Today's the one they, they didn't take care of business. And the opener. Who'd they lose to in their opener? I'm trying to remember. Oh, I don't remember. I'll tell you right now. I'm looking at it. Oh, it was Washington. Well, they lost to Washington's that second game. Yeah, second yeah. game of the season. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, they are a fantastic. They're a fantastic offensive rebounding team, which historically they've always been. They always have. They still have Mark. Uh, Vital? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Who is like... Who's Rico Gathers insane. like... Insane. <laughs> yeah. Reincarnate. Yeah. Can we also remind everybody they won by 12 at Fog? Yeah. I mean, right. Respect it. Well, so aside Respect from that. the kind of things you associate with Baylor, they actually have... They've always had pretty good shooting, but they're like a little bit more efficient this year. They've got some like... Guys who are shooters, yeah, Gillespie, and scorers. Gillespie is Gillespie's like a not even like a scorer. yeah, he's a natural scorer. That's right, yeah, yeah, which they haven't classically had since like Prince was there. His efficiency numbers are super high, and he doesn't even get a huge usage rate, but he's like just a great scorer. Yeah, when yeah. you think of Baylor, who's the first person who comes to mind for you? I'll tell you who mine is. Okay, I was Scott Drew. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first name and face that pops to my mind. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. I really it's don't like know. Four hairs being combed over, just like arms crossed, just talking about zone <laughs> <laughs> and length. Yeah, exactly. Oh, here's a question. This is a good uh, March Madness thought. Have you ever noticed how Raftery and a lot of announcers say strength? 
Can we start saying length? Length. Length. (laughs) Just stretch it out. Yeah, Yeah. let's just do that. Can we do that? Yeah. Can we trademark that and own that right now? They have length. Yeah, I always feel like if when uh, you know guys say they recruit for length, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. There's a sexual tinge there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's honestly how I feel about it. I was like, oh, it's kind of like a weird thing to say. That's what I recruit for too. (laughs) Absolutely. Who doesn't? (laughs) Anyways, what else do you have? Who me? <laughs> Mark. This is this episode is the wild wild west. I mean, I thought we were going to talk about the league, but now we've just got college basketball in general, which is can fine I, with me. Can I ask one thing about the ACC? Yes. It's been bother- oh, let's get back on. Let's get back on it. It's been bothering me. I have mm. several. One, I'll just go super pointed. What what is up with Louisville? I'm fine with Louisville. I think they're okay. You think they're what, okay? Does anybody know actually what happened with Jordan Wara? Yeah, I'm worried. And Chris Mack, and like, why was he disciplined? Why did he? Why did he sulk for like a game and a half? He sat. Yeah, and he's, he was he also start. like kind of yeah. sad, like during that time. I thought he played well in what was it, the Florida State game, um, but other than that, I, you know, the Florida State know. game was a lot closer than the final score. I watched. It that was. Game. It was. It was much closer yeah, than the I game. So I mean, if you Florida, I, dude, that balls. dunk, that dunk by Trent Forrest. Oh, that was, I saw that one live. That's one honest, of the moments I saw live this year. It was great. Honestly, the fact that Jordan Moore went to block the shot after having sulks like through all that period, you know, only a few games before, actually meant more to me. The fact that he tried to challenge Trent Forrest on that dunk. Man, maybe you should be um, a got coach of I think it's a rallying moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's a rallying but moment for let, that team. So it's been a while since we recorded our last podcast. I think... In that time, they lost to Georgia Tech and Clemson. In those two games, it looked like nobody on that team was interested in being on the court. Yeah, and and like fresh War- Kimball at times, and like Wara totally was checked out. Yeah, like felt yeah totally checked. And out. I yes. hate I hate the whole narrative of like oh they're not ready they don't want it they're not trying but like they looked just like completely uninterested. Well, there's in a reason basketball. for that. Okay, because what was it? Tell me, I don't know. I was starting to take a victory lap against the Duke first place voters who were chirping at me consistently, and I was chirping back after Louisville reeled off how many in a row? I don't know, ten. Yeah, they, yeah, had, yeah, they yeah. had a nice streak on. And then that's why. And then Louisville said, oh, "Okay, hey, check this out, Luke. We're gonna lose back to back games." For you. <laughs> So yeah, that's the reason. And now our losers. That, the three, only exactly. reason was Luke. Yeah. Yeah, that's I what, mean, you got to think those guys. I don't know. This Louisville team and this whole Louisville class seems like kind of like cursed to me ever since that I Duke agree. loss. Yeah, no, yeah. you know what the real moment Minnesota was? The Minnesota game, game yeah. where you and all three Dude, of us. Dude, the first round game last year and like they're like very talented. The team the first that game. lost to UVA nine points down with like. Yeah, the UVA Six game? seconds left. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's just class? this team yeah, that has like this Charlie baggage. Brown, like dirty cloud hanging over them all the time. I agree. I, I just, it's a team I can't believe in. But, well, what do we do with this team in March? It's so crazy to me. I don't. <laughs> the only thing that will sway me from knocking them out in the NCAA tournament, I don't know, in the Sweet 16, is if they win the ACC tournament. Then I'll be. Then I can put them to the final four. Right, maybe. right, right. But they, they need to do that. Yeah. They're not going to. <laughs> they won't. They, especially in Greensboro. I feel no like way. they just lost their like swagger that they used to have. Mm-hmm. And I think the like common narrative you would hear. I'm sure that I've said it before. I'm sure I'm guilty. Is like, oh, if you get a super hyper athletic defense and like long and right. length strength, and you put them on. Wara, he can't score, but I don't think that's true. Wara is like a really good scorer. He's crafty. He finds yeah, ways to score, is. and plus he's a really good it's shooter. A nice step back. He's, he, he's a good shooter. Yeah, he knows he can, how to get. Yeah, he his can buckets. thrive in the mid range. Yeah, so yeah. that's not true. I think it's more about them being disinterested, and I don't yeah. even, I don't even get it. I don't Honestly, know. that you Florida know what turned State the tide game, for Malik Williams hurt them. You know what turned the tide? 
I'm gonna say. When it became David Johnson's team. No, I don't know. I, I like David Johnson. Yeah, I thought they looked really good when he like turned it on. Yeah, but since better than being Fresh Kimball's team. That better is than true. Sure as shit, better than being Darius Perry's team. But once it became David Johnson's team, then Jordan Wara had I don't know turned it into faded. a head case. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, and so I maybe also that attention a, for Johnson hurt war. Mike and I have actually been aligned on two things this year. One of them's Mike White, and the second one is Enoch should be involved in every possession. Absolutely, he needs a touch in every yeah. possession, and it Absolutely. doesn't happen. He, they need to work him in like they worked in Huff and Diakite today. For well, UVA. I mean, you look at the Virginia game. Enoch destroyed Huff and Diakite whenever yes. he got the ball. Yeah, one on one, neither of them could guard them. Yeah, news for you. Huff and Diakite were pretty good against Vernon Carey. Right. So I, I think that says a lot. And right. everybody holds Vernon Carey in high esteem as the best big man in the country, arguably, right? Yes, absolutely. So why don't you just give the, give, give the man a touch? Yeah, work through mm, him. Yeah. Even when Malik That's Williams all. went That's on that Florida State game, anyway. they only went to him once or twice. I mean, it really wasn't. It was like when we watch up, uh, we went to the VCU Dayton game like two weeks ago. And saw, you know, Taylor, Silva. can you describe Mike's demeanor, posture, enthusiasm on a scale of 1 to 10 <laughs> watching Dayton VCU compared to him watching Duke Virginia live. Can you just give me a comparison? Let me tell you about I can tell you all about it. Uh, the Duke Virginia game, he was very nervous because it looked like Virginia was going to win. So Mike was well, very no, no, I was very nervous because it looked like Virginia was not going to cover. Yeah. <laughs> there there was, was a point when <laughs> UVA was down 7 with like 12 minutes left and I was like, oh shit, this could get away like real Did quick. Did they really get down by 7? I thought they only yeah. got down yeah, by, they were, it I thought it was like 5. The, I, five or seven. It, it felt like 15. Yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you about what happened at the VCU Dayton game. Oh, yeah. We, we were at a bar having a drink and e- getting something to eat with our father-in-law. Terrence. Prior to Terrence, the game. Great prior, place. Been prior, there since 1890. Yeah, prior, prior to the game. Richmond Institution, you know, in case, you know, for people catching up just now, <laughs> Mike and I are brothers-in-law. <laughs> we married sisters. Yeah. When... People often misinterpret that when I tell them that. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they do. And plus, your love of BYU doesn't help. Usually, I tell them. <laughs> <laughs> one time, one time I, we went to a bar and people asked, "Are you married?" And I said, "Yeah, of course we're married." And they assumed Mike and I were married. And we were at a lesbian bar. It's yeah. the best treatment I've ever had no, anywhere in my life. That's true. Anyways, true class. True but class. It as, felt like it kind of they, their theme was like a league of their own. Everybody <laughs> in there like almost like had that same gear on. But going to the VCU Dayton game, we had four tickets. Our fourth person had bailed on us. Yes. R- Guthrie. RIP Guthrie <laughs> yeah, traveling to Vietnam. Yeah, we didn't realize that he was in Vietnam. Yeah, he was in time. Vietnam with his congratulations, Guthrie. Yeah. Should Way we to get back. Glad break we the got personal you back. news for Guthrie. Yeah. You know, Guthrie's. Anyways, yeah, we'll let him break that news when we have him on as a special guest later. Right, right, right. Guthrie was traveling to Vietnam. He couldn't come with us. Uh, and so we had a fourth extra ticket. Walking out of the place. At Did the you end gift of the, it to somebody? Yeah. No, at the end of the bar, there were Mike like walked out and then went back in and stuck his head in between these three guys and was like, hey, any of you guys interested in going to the VCU game? And this one guy immediately was like, first of all, two dude, guys. Dude, first of all, two guys immediately gave me the stink eye, like, you get the hell away like, from me. Like, who the like, hell like, is yeah. this murderer? They, they looked like they thought that, like, I was going to roofie them. The third guy that was like... He was so pumped. The guy, yeah, he, he was like, so was, excited. He was like, bless up! Let's go! I was just looking for a ticket on Craigslist. And he was, he was like, get in my car, I'm driving you there. That's wonderful. Yeah, no question. Oh, this is a story about society, not just basketball okay because society is split half of society is just worried about everything and needs their personal space and has just created not a bubble just a sphere of 
like Death Star steel. And then there's other people who are just going the other way. Like, I'm down, I'm going to just zag, and oh, I'm, I'm jumping in the car with strangers, and I'm going to the VCD. We jumped Dayton in his game. car. He liter- he definitely had to spend at least five minutes cleaning out it's the backseat of his car. <laughs> yeah. right there was nothing. Yeah, yeah, drove us to the game. There was nothing. Came to the game, cheered with us. Dude, I was. I was what was uh, his name? Uh, his, Trey? Trey. His name was Trey. Did you tell him about this? Institution I'm, that we have, known as the ACC you know basketball, the generous. You know what the truth is? We, s- we stuck him down on the end with our father-in-law. So the two of them talked the entire time while well, Mike and I talked. Well, it was just how the seats broke. Well, I'm a huge fan of your father-in-law, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I love him to death. But I feel like he knows me because he listens to my pregame show. Yeah, that's he does. the only reason. I mean, he should be a guest but on our dude, podcast. That VCU Dayton game was live, but the bottom line was it was just like Louisville, where they needed to work through Enoch, and they should have worked through Silva in that VCU game. Oh, get him the ball and get Santo were, Silva the ball. Yeah, they were dominating on? against Toppin on the low block. I really thought they had you know good offense working through Santo Silva, and they didn't work through him. Just like Louisville is not working through Enoch. Bless up. Come on, Preach. Louisville. Step it up. We're an A10 podcast man. now. Talk to me about St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Rhode Island. It was actually a team that could make noise. Let's talk about Wright State. <laughs> Dude, come on. Loud and Love deserves another shot. All right, Bill Wampler, Cole Gentry. These guys aren't getting any younger. All right. Wright State's going to be the most Michael. dangerous 15 seed you've ever this, seen. I, I don't deny that. I really don't. Mike only likes a team if you can't find them on ESPN+. Plus. Like, if they are not available on ESPN3 or whatever, uh, then he's good. like, oh, they must Didn't be Didn't Wright good. State lose to Youngstown State, though? That's not a great look. Okay, it's, hold up. It's not a great look. Let but. me ask you one question. We're, we're going to let Mike just put a cherry on top of his favorite episode of all time, which is... I want you to just pick winners of every conference tournament because we're approaching that range. Okay. God knows when we're going to record next. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to the ACC tournament. I'll be courtside at Greensboro. Okay. Maybe we could do a. Uh, I don't. Maybe we could do a remote. Florida State won last year, right? What the ACC tournament? Yeah. No. They didn't. Duke won. Did they? Felt like Florida State won to me. No other team besides Virginia, North Carolina, and Duke has won the ACC tournament okay. since Miami right, under. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, no, pick. actually, that's Notre Dame. And Notre, Notre Dame. Notre Dame, Dame yeah. Yeah. I love watching that Notre Dame. Sorry, Irish fans. Right, my yeah. pick, my I remember pick that to win team. the ACC tournament this year is. I mean, I know it matters. Can you to just Coach say Carolina? Game. No, it's going to be Duke. It's going to be a Duke Carolina final part three, and it's going to be Duke to squash Carolina's hopes and dreams. I disagree. Florida State's winning the ACC tournament. Next. Taylor, right. who's I'll winning? Take, I'll take Florida State. Okay. Wow, both of you. That's, I believe. Do you feel you <laughs> feel right. cornered? Do you feel cornered? <laughs> okay, pick a conference at the conference. That's been the theme of this episode. All right, um, let's go with the Big East. Who's going to win the Big East conference tournament? Who's the best team in the Big East? If you want to think about it that way. No, who's going to win the tournament? I think Creighton's winning. Luke believes it's Creighton. Creighton. I believe it's Seton Hall. Taylor. Just to be different, it's going to be Villanova. Providence. Good answer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Big 12, there's no doubt that all three of us think uh, Kansas will win that. Baylor. Baylor. I'll take Kansas. Or Baylor, Kansas, Baylor. Big 10, I'll go with Wisconsin. I think they're Mike, the hottest Mike, this is why I'm a point 10. guard. I, I just brought you back to life. <laughs> you did, you are, you are. Wait till we get to the big sky. Oh, dude, oh, man, my body is Hold not up. ready. Let me tell you, I'm only ready for, for the first nine mid-major conference tournaments <laughs> that are happening this week. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I'll go with uh, yeah, I'll go with Wisconsin for the Big Ten. Taylor, you're gonna say Michigan State? I'm uh, Michigan State. Yeah, yeah. Always, you love Cassius once. <laughs> <laughs> so solid. 
I'm going to actually take my time with this one. Can you give me a second? Yes. Right, sure, sure. We'll come back to that. Some big right, no, 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 no. I, I mean about five seconds. Oh, okay. I need five right, seconds. Right. To I'll say, I'm going to say Luke is working through. Is it going to be Penn State? I'm just imagining this like in Matrix. Um, Penn State, Iowa. We're going to go liked with Iowa. Ohio State. Oh, oh okay. I like, I like that. I like it. I like that. You know, Aaron Kraft ain't walking through that door. Okay. <laughs> Ohio State's been pretty good recently. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's played in you know, TPT or whatever, three, the right? basketball tournament the or whatever. Three, the tournament? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the tournament. Ohio State's been sneaky good. I think they've, let me check this. One, two, three, four, five. They've won seven of nine in the treacherous Big Ten where you lose every other night. Dude. Which is the narrative that I don't believe in, but I'm buying into it when I pick Ohio they State. They had a win. real tough stretch for a while. Well, you know, it's over. Next conference. Um, let's go Pac-12. Pack 12 uh, um, I see what you're doing. You're doing Power 5. You're not mixing yeah, it up. Yeah, I'm doing Power 5. <laughs> well, that's so off-brand I'm gonna say, for you. Uh, yeah, it is off-brand for me. Um, I'm going to go with the resurgence, Colorado. Even though I would, I want to pick UCLA. It's Oregon all day long. Colorado can't play outside of home. I've always said it. Wow. That, that boulder air. <laughs> Special notice to Arizona. Everybody forgot about them. And USC is actually pretty good, too. Yeah, by the way, you know, we... The Latvians have us on Arizona tonight yeah, to yeah. take down UCLA and stop the pain. This UCLA thing is one of the most perplexing Dude, occurrences in sports that I've seen, but They're I'm so not good. buying it for the long run because you know my mind still actually functions, functions like a human being. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Oregon as well. Taylor and I actually agree. That's right? our first Two double. Oregon's, We've been Colorado. different every single... Well, actually, Kansas. We had a consensus. Yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. we had a con- consensus on that. What about um? All right, what about the West Coast Conference? I mean, Gonzaga. I'm just Gonzaga. getting in there. Give it to me. I'm gonna go with my heart. This is the NC State esque pick. It's BYU all day long. All right, now Gonzaga is the right pick. All right, it's all right. You were close. You were close. All right, so the tournament. I, I guess you could go pause. A-10. He's ageless. A-10. This is where Jake Mike Toulson. is really just waiting for us, and he, he's ready to preach to us, and I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. He's good. He's homework checking us right now, like the teacher, you know, walking around the desk. He's like, "Oh, did you do your homework, Taylor and little Lukey?" All right, and I'm ready. I'll give you three options. There are only three options. Done. Dayton Dayton? does not lose to teams who's worse than they are. It's Dayton. They do not. They don't slip up. They're not going to slip up. I say that sadly to you, but it's Dayton. Mm. Go ahead and get cute. Go Rhode Island. Go for it. God, no, Dayton's probably. Right pick, but it'll you. be a Dayton Rhode Island final. Well, you know, right? they play next up next week. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Rhode Island's gonna get smoked in both games, but but that's fine. All right, so the A Sun, though, okay, so North oh, Florida, here we go, baby. Versus now we're getting Liberty. Into you guys, I know that you guys are hyped for this one. Do you believe that Liberty deserves an at large bid? They're 20, I think they're they currently have 24 like three and three. losses, right? Yeah, are they 24, 25, and three? Let me check I'm, that I'm real quick. In front of me, Hold up. Yes. Scotty James is still Scotty there. Scotty James no, is still uh, there. They're 27 <laughs> and four. That's oh, they, a big difference dude, in the A Sun. They just lost to Lipscomb. <gasps> and you know what? Is Lipscomb not is not year. the team they were last year. No, they're not. It's not, it's not a Belmont Lipscomb mud wrestling fight like you're used to. No, no. Um, That's a problem. Stetson. Let him play. What do you guys know about Stetson? All right. How about what do we know about the Atlantic Sun Conference in general? I'm not going to pretend it over everybody. How about this? Liberty is potentially going to be a team that's going to be one of those like money line picks for like a 12 seed. They're going to be like favored by one or it's going to be like one or two points. Well, who do you think they're going to be a 12 seed? Do you think the final is destined to be North Florida Liberty? Yes. Yes, I well, do. North Florida cannot defend anybody. No, and they're and I don't really like their style of play, honestly. Like, I mean, from from teams that I like to watch, I mean, they're not they're not within no, my Lib- purview. Liberty's going to win that unless they get Lipscomb in the semifinals. Then I'd be worried. 
Anyways, <laughs> Liberty, Liberty all around. Are we just yeah, doing yeah, new, Liberty new Virginia all around. teams? All right. Trust the infrastructure. The Patriot League is the next one. And guys, I know that you guys no. don't know a lot about the no. Patriot League. Listen, Buck I'm now. a play-by-play man for lacrosse. Oh, I know all about the Patriot dude, League. Don't you worry. I forgot worry. about that. So really the three teams are Colgate, Boston University, and American. Those are the top three. American, feisty team, but Colgate is where it's at. All right, I'm telling you. This is going to be a 14 seed in the tournament, but the key is, is Nellie Cummings coming back? Is he actually going to play? I think he played tonight. I have to look it up. Did he play? Oh, he did. He played 22 minutes tonight, so he's healthy. You know what's amazing about the Patriot League? Navy's involved. They're just there. Doesn't, They're serving your country and making buckets. Shouldn't they be independent? <laughs> <laughs> so is Army, right? Or is Army not? Yeah, Anyways. they're involved as well. Yeah, come Let's on. Let's throw Notre Dame in there. Just transfer. Why don't the Marines have a basketball team? I don't know. That's a good question. Anyways. Um, Holy Cross is 3-28 and 28 this year, an, by the way. That is an interesting question. I can't pretend to know a thing about the Patriot League, so um, can I just tail you for this? Will Raymond is the first player since Mike Muscala oh. to put in 1,700 points and 900 The rebounds. theme of this episode is, you know, high school, and we have the teacher's <laughs> pet in class right now. I'm just nodding and smiling. I'm like, sure, Patriot Mike League, whatever. Mike is the teacher's <laughs> pet, and he's trying to impress, I don't know, who's the teacher? The audience? Yeah. He's spitting names out for Colgate and Boston University in Mike American. Cousins. Congratulations. Dude, I have Mike no idea. Cousins. Mike, I miss you, man. <laughs> You've always been an uncle to me. Cousins was on the VT Virginia call. I yeah, bet he you was. that would hurt him down to the core, because we know where you graduated from, Mike. He's, he's anyway. getting some good games recently. And then right, you got the Big South tournament, well. which will be the next one. Everybody's picking Radford to be the 16th seed. I'm telling you, it's going to be an upset. Winthrop, baby. Winthrop is like one of my favorite teams. I think if they are a 16th seed, you're going to beat get, Duke, you said? They could beat San Diego State. I'll say that. They have, they have a player for them. How dare you? DJ Burns reminds me a lot of Nick Perkins from Buffalo. Wow, I'm really doing deep cuts. Or DeAndre Burton from Iowa State. He's like a big, oh, now you're, a big that you're can speaking handle my language. the ball there you go. and get out. I all mean, right, I'm with you there. Can I raise my hand and actually talk about a conference that all three of us can get yes, involved let's with? Yes, let's do it. Let's, let's do talk it. about the American Athletic Conference. Yes, absolutely. Oh, the AAC. All yeah. right, I'm ready. I like the Houston infrastructure. <laughs> all right i'm what behind you like highways yeah that's my uh, that's my pick that's all i had to say no give me houston they've been there yeah you like simpson they were a team who probably should have been a final four team yeah the wheels fell off like a month ago but they've righted the ship I, what are they winners of probably like three or four no or i'm not talking or? about this year i'm talking about last year oh, oh okay. they they should have defeated kentucky right yeah, and then I thought they were a great team. If Houston played they, Auburn last year, yeah, oh, come on, they're winning Dude. that game. And I, I think that Houston team reminds me a lot of the Dayton team this year, actually. Um, See, the, less the difference is, is the Houston team would blow the doors off their opponents last year, and Dayton is the squeak by, not squeak by, just just enough to make you think they didn't squeak by mm-hmm. a team. They're mm-hmm. not Virginia winning, right? By like a point, a hair. Two. Yeah, but they're their like, game management. Uh, we won by five. Cincinnati's hot right now. No, don't do it. Don't do it. You don't go dirty. I know. I know. Luke hates Cincinnati. Wichita's not getting in. What? So Tulsa is in first place. I don't care. I don't know anything about Tulsa. Tell me about it. I don't know. But I kind of like Cincinnati. I still kind of believe in him. Maybe it's just name recognition. Jared Cumberland. He's still there. (laughs) Yeah, and his brother I think is still is on the team as well. Is that? I mean, I don't. I. 
Here's here's my point, okay? How many seniors are on this Houston team? More than you think. I don't know. They run last year's Five or team. Six? I'm trusting last year's team. Dejan something. Yes, I really liked him. I mean, I I really thought that he was the key the key for them. I and mean, I know he was hurt in the middle of the year. Um but anyways, Tulsa, who I've liked throughout the year, but you know, I really, I did like Wichita earlier. Well, I'm taking Houston. You're on Tulsa, Taylor. No, I don't know anything about Tulsa. I'm mystified. <laughs> I, I like wish I knew something because I looked at the. We had the standings. best moment earlier. You asked earlier, like what my favorite college basketball moment is. It was when Tulsa hit the game-winning shot, and the guy whose father was like first in the stands for the game. Wow. Did you see that? I thought your favorite moment was when Jay Huff had a 15. 15- Ten and nine game against Duke. <laughs> Ten blocks. Ten blocks. Like there was like three per possession at the end of the game. The like, game winning block. The yeah, game winning. That's block. such a UVA thing. He would get. The, like I want to see like on the bottom ticker GW block by Huff with point point eight left. <laughs> and he blocked Vernon Carey the possession before. So you know. Yeah, twice. I'm just so happy as a primary shareholder, and also we have a relationship. If we're talking, you know, player and media member. Because I was there on the ground floor. I, That's I just, right. You, you were know, building your little house. <laughs> red shirt freshman year. No, you know, every other media member flocks to, you name them, Kyle Guy, Tydrome. Right. You know what? I know this guy's not playing this year. I mean, right. I'm going to so, have though. a 10 minute exclusive. Oh, very nice. So that's how it started. And then second year, it you know it continued. And, you and developed you're on, a relationship. Like, you're on tape with other podcasts. You develop. I still have him. all that tape, by the way. <sighs> Anyway, I can't get into this anymore. I'm not going to be Mike Francis over here talking about, you know, how how well he knew Bill Parcells. I mean, let's let's just not get into this. <laughs> about, we have a relationship, free. blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about the Missouri Valley, Mike. <laughs> Thank God you said that. All right, let's talk about Northern <laughs> Iowa and uh, Cameron Crutwig and Bradley. Um, no, I, I, they're a great conference. Northern Iowa is going to be the bet. I think Loyola Chicago sneaks in. I think while people are trying to like Wait, pretend is to Cameron- get. Credwick's still playing. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Was he a sophomore when they your, went on their run? Your current Ken Palm, I believe, Missouri Valley Conference Player of the Year, Cameron Credwick. I mean, Wait a minute. So you're telling me he was a sophomore when they went on that run? Freshman. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, it's great. Um, anyways, so everybody's going to be upset that Liberty didn't make the tournament because I think maybe North Florida might get hot and beat them. But really, the team that you could be upset about not making the tournament if they lose is actually Northern Iowa. I actually think Northern Iowa, besides ETSU, is the best kind of non-ranked mid-major at-large bid in the country. So, um, anyways, that's that's all I'll say kind of about that. But, Taylor, you wanted to pick games, right? Let's pick some games. All right, so this is for this coming week, the last week of the regular season for Power 5 schools. Yes. All right, give them to me. Let's start on Monday, March 2nd. We're going to go inside and outside the ACC. First, NC State at Duke. Duke projected as your 12-point favorite. Wow. At home? Yes. All right, against NC State? Cameron Indoor. Yeah, they're they're 12 points better. Yeah, I'll take Duke. Ooh. <laughs> Give me yeah. NC State. I can't, you know, you don't, you dance with the one that brung you. <laughs> DJ Funderbrook. 12 is a really hard line. Versus Vernon. That's, a, that's really difficult. It's, DJ Funderbrook looks better than when we were talking DJ about him being out of shape. He's fire right now. I'm telling you. But he can't guard Vernon Carey one-on-one. No. Why well, can't guard Why any, Walker ain't walking through they, that door? They can't guard Omar anyone one-on-one. Seven ain't walking through that door. Okay? NC CJ, State. CJ Bryce. Has so much backdoor potential, though. Mm, true. 
Yeah. 12 points. That's when Marco Johnson pads his stats. <laughs> I mean, he's an eight-point-a-game guy, and then he gets about five in garbage time. So I'll take NC State to cover backdoor. Gosh, that's probably right. Damn All right. it. Damn it. Great <laughs> one that same day. Texas Tech at Baylor. Baylor, Ooh. your eight-point favorites. Oh, yeah. You got to take Baylor right now. I agree. I mean, but I, I would say that before the loss tonight, Texas Tech may have been able to hold that eight-point line. Be, it's probably double digits, probably 10 yeah. or 11 points. Yeah. Um, Chris Beard. Let's call it 10, 10 even. If it were 10, I, I might take uh, I might take Texas Tech. But. Uh, give me Texas Tech. Too many points. Okay. I don't know. It's tough. Isn't it? The game's in Waco, right? Yeah, yeah. Waco. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll take Baylor. Okay. Tuesday, this is Luke special, picking it just because it's Michigan State at Penn State. Ooh. And Penn State is might be the one-point favorite, or it might be a pick em. Penn State all day. Yeah, that's the lock of the week. There's no way they lose that game. I got no feel for this. I'll go with Penn State. I'll jump Do you think peer pressure. Michigan State's possible to win five games in a row? You just got to ask yourself that question. It, it all depends on who they're playing. Like, they're... Matchup wise, I I think that like I, for the Penn State game where I think Penn State's not been good recently, but I think they get it together. Yeah, I I think that Penn State is just a really bad matchup for um, Michigan State. I think their Penn State is an elite defensive team one on one, and I think they can contain Michigan State offensively. And then well, I think what I think Michigan State does they'll, defensively doesn't they'll limit get Tillman. Penn That's State. the reason I think they'll be fine. I don't know if they can get Winston, but sometimes Winston has those weird games where it's efficient, but. He only scores, I don't know, like 12. Yeah. So yeah. I think they shut threes. down Tillman. That's why I think Penn State mm. does well here. Yeah. Okay. I'll take Penn State. All right, Wednesday. Who do you take? Uh, I took Penn State, but now I'm going to switch it to Michigan okay. State. <laughs> after that, yeah. Be on brand, always. Yeah, exactly. I love that you're only half a man now. As you're even just like reading these, you're just like lounging. You've even lost your posture. I never had any posture to begin with. Now I'm just like a mm. jellyfish sprawled over All the right, chair. Give me, give me the rest of them. I'm ready. Wednesday. Uh, lost my place. Here we go. It's Florida State. Florida State at Notre Dame. <laughs> I I can't believe this is right, but what I'm seeing here is that Notre Dame is going to be a two point favorite. Well, to we start have to off. take Florida State because I said Florida State's going to win the league now. If they're only a two point favorite and they've got to win this game to control it, do you think FSU is going to blow this? No. Absolutely. No. There's no <laughs> way. As much as I love this Notre Dame, This is my no. lock of the week. And by the way, the last one where I did not get Stanford doesn't count because their main player was injured the game before. Anyways, this is my lock <laughs> of the Throw week. So, <laughs> Notre okay. Dame wins this game at home. I take this back. I picked Florida State to win the ACC tournament. I'm still <laughs> clinging to the Louisville hope for the regular season. Okay. So maybe so I can divert. Give me Notre Dame. Yeah! I'm on your side. Yeah! Dude, this we can't lose. No. <laughs> Even <I> mean, better. <laughs> if you're no, against it, there's uh, a yeah. sure bet. <laughs> if I think I'm the against last time, you, who's for you? you know, <laughs> yeah. I really Something. think the last time we picked games, I got nine out of 11 wrong. You did? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> it was awful. So just short me, everybody. Yeah. I just think I was all on Notre Dame earlier. I mean, go back two episodes and I'm like hyping up John Mooney and TJ right. Gibbs and... Everything. Dane Goodwin. 
And Prentice then, Hub has also had a resurgence ever yeah, since but, I trashed him on my yeah. show. But they haven't really Prentice been. Prentice Hub isn't that good, though. You were right. <laughs> yeah, you were, yes, you were right. You were right. They're Thank not that you. good. I mean, he has been scoring the ball well, but like. Well, you know what's going to happen damn. after this? Mike White is going to do X's and O's like a, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like a John Wooden savant. <laughs> I know. Yeah, just wait for it to happen. The Jason of this program is really real. Wrong, mm, okay. Anyways, no. yeah, they win that game. Finally. All right. One more Wednesday game. I'm going to give Mike the chance to pick his team. Dayton at Rhode Island. Dayton, your four-point favorites. Four points. Uh, that's Jeez, in the Dayton that's, range. That's give me Dayton. Too low. No, yeah, yeah they're a five-point winning team. Um, they win by five, That's a really six. bad matchup for Rhode Island. Um, I think what, they, they lost by 15 last time, something like that. Um, Rhode Island is also the team that people really like to pretend – yeah. They support, but deep down, they probably haven't watched a Rhode Island game this year. Yeah. Except if you're Mike Jaffe, you say, probably watched about seven. Yeah, I've watched. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually not that far off. I mean, I, I have a Fats Russell T-shirt at my house. Um, but down low, I mean, like I think about that VCU game, and I think Rhode Island and VCU are actually pretty similar. I think Rhode Island is an excellent defensive team, can, similar to Penn can State. Can I say something? This is a litmus test <laughs> about whether you really know college basketball. Ask a stranger or an analyst who claims to know Rhode Island, how big is Fats? <laughs> yeah, how tall? And they'll be like, oh, you know, he's he's, he's a load to handle in the post. Actually, you know, he's a guard, by the way. <laughs> Did you know he's a guard? <laughs> Two T's on that Fats, too. <laughs> um, yeah, and how big is he? He's what, like... I mean, he's probably listed at 5'10", but he's like 5'8". He's, he's like, definitely shorter than 5'10". Yeah. <laughs> but with a name like Fats, people who don't watch basketball just assume that, yeah. oh yeah, the guy named Fats from Rhode Island, you know, he, he's a big banger in the post. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I, like, I love, I, I like they it. imagine him as the big for Colorado, like uh, Sean Sean Ganey or whatever. I imagine they him as... Like imagine a, him as Thunderbird. <laughs> yeah, I think right. he's like a New Orleans jazz musician in like the 1920s. That's, that's what what I like too. That's what he was named yeah, after. Yeah, fantastic. Um, but yeah, no, the best part about Fats Russell is that he will dunk all over you. And yeah. it's just like, he's got Spud so, so what you're saying is, I'm taking Rhode Island in this game. Um, I would say if it's, they, it should be at least seven. I think it'll move to at least seven. If it is I'll seven, take Dayton at six and a half, and that's as high as I'll go. Yeah, I would say if it's seven or more, you have to take Rhode Island. Okay. What else do we have? Thursday, we'll do one Big Ten game, because we talked about them. Illinois at Ohio State. Ohio State seven point favorites. Uh, that's a really tricky line. Don't don't go anywhere seven near this. Seven points. Anybody. Don't touch this. I game. don't know who's in and who's out for Illinois. Hey, give me uh, Illinois. Um, seven points. I don't know. I, this isn't a game I have a good feeling on. I haven't bet an Ohio State game all year. Wesson is just like a mystery to me at this point. He's just a ghost. Um, so I'll take Ohio State. Yeah. Illinois is going to jump out to an early lead. They're going to blow it late. Give me Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to get to the best year, best game of the college basketball season? We're, we're moving forward, okay? <laughs> Wait, fr- is Illinois at home or away? It is at Ohio State. Oh, give me Sorry, Ohio State. That's fine. I picked them to win the Big Ten. I have to stay on that angle. All right. Saturday, I only pick Illinois at home games unless they're playing Jim Laranega. Too soon. No. Uh, you know I love Laranega. We haven't talked no, about they it They covered. We haven't talked about they it enough win. this year. They didn't win. They covered, though. Yeah. All right, Saturday, March 7th, Louisville at Virginia. Louisville one-point favorite. I had to stay on break, guys. I think I called the Virginia resurgence at the time it was happening. Mm-hmm. We even had some 
Twitter replies do for it. the first time in maybe a year do about it. that, and I feel very vindicated. I'm, I'm staying with. I'm staying on Brad. I'm happy for you. Give it to me. You, you go take that flawed Louisville team, who I loved at the beginning of the season, and then you know what they did? They decided to hand the keys over to David Johnson, and that's a problem. I'm still upset about that, and now they're. I don't know. I don't want to go completely against them, but it's like a prodigal son kind of <laughs> scenario. I'm, I'm with you. I'm on Virginia. Thank you. What's yeah. what's the line? One. Louisville by one. Louisville by one. Yeah, I take I take Louisville, but okay. just barely. All right. By one. I mean, one is not. It's like so little. Exactly. That's <laughs> so insightful of me to be like, one is so little. But four was way too much for Duke tonight. You know, so like, you know. No, you pounded Duke on an offshore account. Don't I act did, like you dude, didn't. I did not. I yes, you UVA. did. No, because I somebody did. talked him out of it. Somebody Thank talked you. him out of it and we took UVA. <laughs> Look, it's not only about who you are, it's who you have around you. UNC Duke. Oh, we we're doing this now? We haven't yeah, picked it. We right. just There's say. no way we're recording before that. So, yeah, let's no, get it yeah, out there. No, yeah, 3-7. It's next week. It's, it's next, next week, yeah. yeah. No, it's Saturday. Saturday, yeah. I and don't then... know what the line is. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to assume I'll, that it's going to it. be a six or seven-point line. Six-point line for Duke. It's at North or it's at Duke, right? Wow, you're not going to believe oh this my line. Gosh. Yeah. The Ken Palm is projecting. Tell me. 11? Yeah, go higher. 14. No way. Go higher. Higher than 14? 15. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. That's not going to be the line. Give me UNC all (laughs) day long. Cole Anthony. I've always liked Duke. Cole Anthony's still trying to get drafted. Just remember that, okay? All right, we're going to have to make a superficial line. It's going to be Duke by 14. Okay. No, actually, no. It's going to be Duke by 12. I'm sorry. All right, 12. 12 is a good good. line. Yeah, that's like that NC State line earlier. Give Um, me Carolina. You know what? That was my lock of the week that I did hit this year, Carolina against Duke, right. because they were nine-point underdogs in Chapel Hill. So let's run it back. All right. Okay. I'll cool. still take UNC, yeah. 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 Uh, no, I'll definitely take Duke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>